0: You see, something is going to happen. Something wonderful. My God, it's full of stars. Hey, hey, welcome back, everybody, to another NY Patriot Show. This week we have Andy from the Deep Share podcast. I've uh, been on a, the legit bat with him. And I did. was I on another show with 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 you also. I know I've been on Yeah, I think it was Legit Bad yeah. twice. I've been on yeah, the I've been on a show so. with the with the man a few times, but I have not had him on my own show. And uh so I'm having him on. <laughs> What's
1: uh, up? Yeah.
0: Uh before we get into it, you want to let everybody know where they can find you.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh check out my new website, thedeepshare.com. There's not much there right now, but you know, things will happen. It's a website. But yeah, Deep Share, uh, yeah, the Deep Share podcast on Instagram, the Deep Share on Twitter, yeah, all those things. And then yeah, you're on uh, most
0: uh, major podcasts, correct? Yeah, pretty much.
1: I don't know any of them that I'm not on, but there's a billion of them, right? So yeah. who knows? Which is a great thing. <laughs> you know, what? it's just out there everywhere. You know,
0: you know that's why I was I was adding my show to like more like sites that I found. And, uh, like, I think I, I went onto Podbean, and I saw, like, the places that they sent to. And then I checked, well, where am I not sending to with Spreaker? And then I did it myself. And I was like, I've never even heard of some of these. Like, do people even really use these sites? Yeah. Like, there's like, so I many used- of them. There's, are they even getting used?
1: Yeah, I've used, like, shout out to CastBox. I've used that app for, like, eight years, maybe. Oh, maybe did you less? see? Because I've heard
0: of that, and I had no idea if anybody really used it.
1: It's not very popular, like some of the most popular, huge podcasts, you'll see the, the number of downloads they have on CastBox and it's like tiny numbers. You're like, okay, no one uses this app. I'm in a back alley somewhere. No one's going to find me. <laughs> so it's like really an easy app to use too. And it's a nice interface. It's a good app. I like that one. Yeah. Well, there's a million of them now. Oh, yeah. There was we're, like one called TuneIn that
0: looked like it was like, like, a, on like an old website. And I was like, Oh, whatever. apparently, I'll edit. I'll
1: I'm on Audible apparently, and I didn't even do that, so I'm not sure how that happened.
0: Oh, that's wild. Good for you. I guess I, should, should, it better be free. <laughs> I should be, you're gonna get a bill at the end of the year. <laughs>
1: i bet a lot of us are on there without knowing
0: it (laughs) yo i swear i have looked up uh the occult rejects for stuff and there is a site i think there's like one there was two of them two different shows that i don't know where it like took clips from other shows and played it for like four minutes it was the weirdest thing and i i mean him were on like two or three of them and a couple of clips. And I was like, this is really weird. Like, I don't even know, like, what this is or that show. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like on Whoa. their podcast. Like, it was just really weird to me. I'll, I'll have to send That's it to you, bizarre. and I'll, I'll show you. Fuck, I mean, they might, you might be out there on the you know one of the same things. It, it was just really weird to me. And I, I'm pretty sure... It's our sure, digital twins. I'm pretty sure it wasn't the person that had us on, because they have the... You know, I was on William Ramsey. He has his own fucking site, his own shit. Yeah. And, like... Clips of that was on two other podcasts. And I was like, this is fucking weird.
1: That is really weird. It's our, maybe it's just your digital twin out there.
0: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so now, uh, there was a one topic we were kind of try to touch on a little bit and then we'll probably just bullshit and whatever happens happens. But it is, it is something that I haven't heard about. And he's still, he started telling me and, uh, I thought it was very interesting. So even anything that he could tell us on this subject is completely new to me. And uh, what is it again? What was it? The Bach Saga. The box yeah, saga. I'm sure okay. some
1: people have heard of it, but it's not very popular. Uh, B-O-C-K, Bach Saga. Okay. And it's it's a story. And I'll tell you this, man. It's hard to even start telling people about this because it's... It's a deep well. I think I told you exactly. Well, it that, sounded
0: yeah. wild to me. And like, you know, I guess looking at it that way, then it might be really wild to other people or really deep to other people. <laughs> Cause like I, yeah. I some stuff I don't find that shocking or as deep anymore. Or not at, Right, know. of course. So so <laughs> like <laughs> this might be like, oh, okay, that sounds all right. To other people might be like, fuck what?
1: <laughs> so I'll tell you this about it for let me preface with this that like I've been kind of like seeing the shape of our home as kind of suspect for a long time, but not necessarily flat. You know, I told you before that like I kind of see a lot of the flat earth stuff as exposing stuff that they definitely don't want us to know, but Mm -hmm. it may not necessarily be flat earth. Don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. But like, I think that's the best
0: way to explain it though, even for myself. I think it's the best way I could say that too with flat earth. Right. Something isn't so, right, but I don't know if it's that.
1: <laughs> so it's like the odd thing about Box Saga is that, you know, when you're going down rabbit holes, you know, on a long enough time scale, it kind of feels like you're going down one grand rabbit hole as well, right? And the weird thing about it is when suddenly you feel like you're going the opposite direction without even any warning but you're still spiraling down some rabbit hole and it's like the box saga has taken me from really questioning the globe to an indefinite solution uh, to pondering it again just because of what this story gets right and it's Kind of fascinating, but at the same time it's really controversial and it's really far out there. Some parts of it are clearly mythology that occurred before anyone could witness it. You know what I mean? We're talking first man, first woman, that kind of situation. They have their creation story. It's really bizarre. I'm not even gonna go into that part right now, I don't think.
0: Oh, that's but, well, that's like even Tahuti. Like he says he was there to witness the fucking universe be created. It was just, right, I mean, exactly. there's no proof of that. You know. What I'm
1: saying? No, of course yeah. not. It's all in. It's all in the like yes, so in My could, opinion, too. It's all allegory, right? So, in the beginning of this box saga, so first of all, it's a story that comes from one family in Finland, and the claim is that this story has been passed down for generations over the course of millions of years. That it's never stopped. It's always been passed down. And from the age of seven, or I believe it, it might be 12, seven or 12 to 21, every child is taught this saga and slowly understands it all, keeps this alive. The saga is an oral story that explains the formation of our entire language on this planet. To sum it up nicely,
0: I remember. Yeah, I remember it's, that you mentioning that, and I was like, oh, yeah, I want to talk about that." <laughs> yeah. It just sounds wild.
1: It's pretty nuts, and I'm going to pull up some like random facts about it, and uh, some of them are going to be really obscure, and some of them we can go into a little bit more deeply. But just to give your audience a little kind of clue into it, you know? Well, I mean, just for, my,
0: for myself and from my own experience, just from being like a ceremonial magician and mm-hmm. practicing stuff, you start to realize, uh, or at least I think most people would notice. I mean, you have to like sometimes like express certain words and shit at certain times a different way. For me, I started to notice obviously sound or the way I'm doing it is, is, is a, a component to this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? yeah. And, it, and, it, and it's powerful, I think. So that's why when you mentioned something about this, I was all for it.
1: Yeah, um, that's what someone pointed out to me about this story. Because when I was kind of freaking out, what you're going to find is like puns are like, I guess, humans first way of kind of communicating, like puns are actually the way that ancients like told stories and explained things on multiple levels. And I guess you could lead with that right into symbolism itself, right? Yeah. You know, instead of worshiping the symbol, you're supposed to understand all the different levels that it means as above, so below. Yes. And all
0: that. Yeah. yeah. And, the, all, and all the, the levels f- in between.
1: <laughs> right. So some of the examples that I've heard so far digging into this over the past like three or four weeks that I've been obsessed with this, um, the phonetics of this oral language, this what they what they call ro- rot, or what we would say as root language, uh, perfectly exemplified too in the oak tree being very holy to them, and that's where they you know when someone dies in their family, they would cremate them and bury their ashes under the oak tree. It symbolizes. Odin and God and and all that stuff. It's real fun.
0: Yeah, you know, and Um, and like some people don't know, like I would say practically probably every flower, every fucking plant, every mineral, whatever is out there does in some way have associations with like planets and spheres on the tree of life, you know? And it could be for who knows why, but like they all have those associations. Like, you know, lavender goes for fucking Mercury and uh, jasmine would be for the moon, you know? Shit like that.
1: Dude. So with this shit, I'm hoping that in a few months or less, or I don't know who knows when I can come back to you and we can do exactly what we did with, with legit bat with the true You know, you had the tree of life and maybe I can give a whole different perspective on where those things may have come from.
0: I I don't know,
1: (laughs) but the way that the phonetics work with this is what I was going to say is the phonetics are so like mind numbing and like creepy that like I, I couldn't believe it at first. I'm like, can this, be this has to be, they could be making this up, right? Someone could be making this up. And my buddy was like, well, You know, phonetics are an interesting thing because when you think about sound and how sounds resonate and at certain frequencies, then it really doesn't matter what human language you're using. If it's a sound, it's a sound, it's a sound, and it means the same thing. And that's kind of what this Bach saga is kind of suggesting, that we took this alphabet, which is our alphabet, it's the English alphabet. And it's supposed to be millions of years old, supposedly. And I do have an image of it that I can pull up. Um, oh, where the hell is it? Hmm. Okay, well, I'll have to get one. That's fine.
0: Sorry. I'm, I'm actually but, uh, not doing videos, so nobody's going to see it anyway.
1: Oh, okay. You know, then never mind. We're going to have to just like, I'll share some links with you and you can yeah. maybe drop them in the oh, show okay, notes. Okay, yeah, that's people. fine. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll do that. Too. If
0: you don't mind that, I'll do that.
1: Absolutely. You know what people can do is definitely go to box saga. Info because holy shit, there's like hundreds of videos that are all at least an hour and a half long oh, with wow. these Finnish people who have been told this story from the last remaining Bach who died in nineteen eighty-four, or I believe it was eighty-four. No, never mind. No. I'm way wrong. Sorry. I take that back. Uh he started telling the story in eighty four, but he died in two thousand like fifteen. Um, and he got stabbed to death. He was assassinated, and it was the second time that it was his life was attempted on. It's a oh, pretty wow. wild story. But
0: That makes it uh, interesting yeah, right there.
1: Eeyore Buck... Was a man who was a travel a tour guide in Finland on these amazing places, these ancient places where he told these amazing stories. The whole time while he was growing up, he was being taught this saga from his mother and her sister, and the saga is this is ingrained into him now. And then he passes it to a bunch of his friends, and then they're slowly passing it around. And now there's a book called Box Saga, an introduction. So it's like, um, my goodness, I don't even know where to start, man. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, let's see. Let me let me look up what I got here f- and see if I can uh,
0: get some more. Uh... Is this what you were, t- I think it might have been you, uh, when I was on, might have been the last time when I was on Legit Bad and you came on for the Kabbalah. you you talking about, I don't know if it was off air, uh, something about like, you're talking about like saying stuff, and I think how like our language, like sometimes we're saying two sounds that to make one letter.
1: Oh yes, that was it. Yeah, I, I remember you going. That, in, I remember
0: you talking about that, and I think was that going back to this?
1: Yes, it is yeah, because um, so that was uh, so. Thanks for that because like sometimes when I'm trying to like because I'm just in the middle of getting to know this saga. Really, <laughs> no, I'm excited right. to talk about it, but it's so bizarre to talk about but um yeah basically they suggest that there's a there's way more clear sounds in this root language than any other language on the planet and they use english as an example when they say the letter i is actually not a clear sound it's not its own sound
0: that's what it was you were saying like ai or something like this whatever you
1: can dis, you can deconstruct it to Um, I believe it's ah and e. I. And those two sounds, ah and e, I believe both stand for God in two different ways
0: in in this
1: root language. But I'm going to try to find some of the. Unfortunately, the best source for the Bach saga is hearing these friends of Eeyore Bach tell the saga and tell how it was passed down from generation to generation. The most fascinating part is when you get into real history in Sweden and Scandinavia, when the Catholics came in and basically took over everything. So eventually Sweden became the Catholic church and Sweden just swept over everything, Finland included. And so the Bach family claims that in 1050 BC, their homeland, their, original homeland from millions of years ago, which has been regarded and held all that time was finally captured and taken over and destroyed by the Catholic Church in 1050 AD. The What I've looked into so far, I'm finding 1150, 1160 AD is when Finland was really completely captured and reformed by the Catholics but there's a lot more there. You know what I mean? Cause that's, I'm taking that from the, his, the history books, right? How many sources can we trust? I, I, you know, I don't know how much has been manipulated around this who knows if this <laughs> story is really what it says it is, which is the original story of humankind and the first family on this planet that gave us all of our different races That's how big the story is. So if that is what this claim is, you know, and it really is so, then no wonder they would cover it up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild.
1: (laughs) So one of the other claims of this saga is that at one point in time, the earth was not tilted on its axis, that it was straight up. And it's interesting if you've seen that egg that was found With the pyramids on it, I can't remember what they call that egg, but it was found years ago. It's been popularized recently, but we can find a picture of it somewhere. But it has images of pyramids and this and that, and it's said to be like seven to 9,000 years old, so it breaks modern history books and all that. But even that egg suggests that there's this box saga involved with that sculpture too. Because what they say is when the earth was not tilted on its axis, the true original North pole was Helsinki, right where Helsinki is. And when we're talking phonetics and that's what this language, this root language is all about hell and Sinki, Sinki sounds to me like there's a hole there, right? Because that's exactly what this saga points to is that there's some sort of vortex <coughs> at the top of the earth and there was seven islands around this vortex, and they built their civilization around this vortex. And it was called, it was basically referred to as the Holy Land, but it was called Hell.
0: And you said there was seven (laughs) seven islands?
1: Seven islands. And I've also heard this referred to in other cultures and other conspiracy threads as Hyperborea. Have you heard of that?
0: Yeah, it sounds Greek
1: or w- Roman to me. I was thinking of
0: uh, well, like how like that would kind of line up with the seven planets in magic. and magic. You know, oh, you know and there's, there's seven there's some, everywhere, there's isn't some, there? Yeah, and yeah, I'm gonna have to remember now on uh, when when I have these moments because I'll send them to you. Um, <laughs> there is times when I I don't know if I've, if you've heard me say it. I think a lot of the English language uh, is more of like should be seen and not heard. Uh, it's actually a lot yeah. more of symbols than I think of something that's supposed to be said. As silly as that is, or they might actually be more pictorial. So, uh, like, as silly as you're like Helsinki. As right. silly as that sounds, if you start... Yeah, the wordplay. If you start thinking in the, in the way I'm saying, where not everything is really meant to be uh, said, and it's more of a, a symbol or a story... Yes, this actually all starts to make more sense when you start playing with words like that. Yeah, it would actually make more fucking sense in, in times. I and mean, when I find that now on, I'm going to start sending them to you. Because you'll probably, means, man, probably be like, "Holy it. shit!" You might actually be right. Because <laughs> that happens a lot to me. When, like when it comes to ceremonial magic or like occultism, I'll see like an English like a word, or, and I'll be like, "Yo, that makes sense if you actually just play with it as as it sounds." Absolutely, or, or as the vision in your, Comatrio. or as the vision in your head, or the idea of what those words or word might mean. If you play with that, that might actually tell you an occult story. And I, yeah, I don't think it's necessarily, Yeah, and I, I, I think you're. you're- there's there's something well, on to that, in my opinion, what you just said.
1: So, first of all, it reminds me of Gematria, right? When you type in your yes. name and you get numbers and you find out what the numbers match up to, it matches up to a million things. It's yeah. like, holy shit. And it matches up to a bunch of things that other names match up to. It's crazy, right? But the other thing I wanted to say is I originally told you that I've been wanting to talk to you guys, you and Lux, and for a while anyway, because I have heard you talk about that. Oh, wow. Pinged. Okay. And it pinged it's in my awesome. head. So here, so check this out. I keep saying it to everybody I talk to in this community of ours because there's like synchronicities every time I end up like talking to you, to everybody. It's awesome. And this once again, so that shit pinged when you when you would talk about that. It pinged in me because of the same reason why I got interested in the box saga, because I took eight grams of mushrooms one time and had. <laughs> The deepest trip I've ever had. And I came out sounding like a total lunatic to all my friends saying, I think there's a hidden story inside of syntax. I think there's a story inside of... All of our languages put together, and I don't know what that means. And they're all just like, What is wrong? You went way too deep.
0: This is what I mean by like, fine box
1: saga, man.
0: I I think, and and like, I'm not promoting drug use, but I do think, like I said, (laughs) I think, um, like, experimenting with certain hallucinogenics can give you effects that I might have had to do, you know, with ceremonies and magic and all this other crap. So uh, And when that happens, and I do believe that's possible, this is where I think kind of like the uh, shared consciousness, like we were talking about before, comes in. So mm -hmm. things that might be true that you didn't know, you're going to know after this experience. And it sounds like that cheesy phrase, and I hate it myself, I got to download. I hate that. It sounds so fucking I hate that new phrase. but, but, But it... It, used to be you called revelation. The, yeah, but if you have the experience, you'll understand what they mean. But it just sounds like like oh, yo yeah. yo. You couldn't pick like a cooler phrase to use for this, like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, they're using that phrase, that phrase has been cool. handed down from where, right? It's probably yeah. from freaking Silicon Valley because everything's got to be computerized. Yeah. Even think about this, like you're in a, you know, you're into all the same things I am, man. You're into this consciousness exploration. And when I think of what simulation is mocking, it's what we talk about, what we get into this. Like, don't call it a simulation because simulation just screams Matrix and computers yeah, and yeah. robots and the future that they are dragging us towards, or convincing us towards, should I say? Because it just reminds you of a techie future. Because they're trying to put it as, and Nick Bostrom, that economist, kind of gearheading the the uh, the 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 whole movement behind simulation theory, basically pictures it as some future race that are just running ancestry programs. Doesn't that sound just like out of a sci-fi movie? Yeah. Like, fine. Sure. It's possible. Great. I'm not trying to dismiss the infinity and I'm not trying to rule anything out on a logical scale. But what I am saying is that's just someone personalizing and humanizing something yeah. for some, for an experience that I know too well and you know too well is not made by computers, by future humans. There is no future. There is no time. There is no space. It's made by the consciousness that we're pretending not to be.
0: <laughs> Yo! Yo, that was the best way to say it. It's made by the consciousness we're pretending not to be. Holy fuck. Or the,
1: the source or, you know, yeah. the the God that we don't, you know? That's
0: fucking deep. That's That's, that's my wild. take on it. That last <laughs> phrase was wild. I like that. We blasted off. Yeah, yeah. Let's, next stop, let's hit be. the dome. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cheers.
0: <laughs> yeah, really. You know what I, I wanted to say uh, when we were talking about, I guess, like it's letters and stuff having different sounds or multiple sounds yes. to make one? I don't, you know, I'm only speaking off an occult uh, experience. Maybe it's only in occultism. I could be wrong, but I think it's actually legit in Hebrew, too. You can have a letter that is two sounds together.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense to yeah, me. Yeah,
0: like, 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 I know, like, you know, if, if I was to start, like, uh, going, like, through, like, the tarot or whatever and picking out certain things. Or I have, like, this book on the Kabbalah that Lon, yeah. Lon Milo Duquette did. And, and, you know, he goes through all the uh, Hebrew Hebrew letters because they, they do go along with the Kabbalah, the Tree of Life, and they're on tarot yep. cards and shit. Uh, you know, they'll show you that, like, uh, pay might be p and hay. You know, so, so yeah. like that that can have a different numerical value. And um, a lot of them also, in, in occultism, I don't know if it's used in Hebrew, uh, some of them actually represent specific things. Uh, you can have an ox. There's one where it's the back of your head that's supposed to represent it. One with the, your teeth hanging from your mouth. Or it could be uh, uh, the tongue coming out, like a snake hissing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they have, like, these other symbols, too, and... It just makes me think more of what you were really talking about. Maybe those speaking those languages really aren't the most correct way because it's meant to be more of a symbol. Yeah, I'm getting it. Actually,
1: in the box saga, it it kind of references because the box saga is so long that it starts at the beginning of humanity and it goes all up to now. So, I mean, at some point in their history, they claim that as soon as the black ink hit the white paper, it was all over. And that's when we stopped, stopped remembering and, and it started to fade. Because the reason why the children learned this saga throughout their, their growth period, all the way into their 20s, is be, it's not because... they're not going to get the story and get the gist of it or get all the examples. It's not like that. It's that they claim that it takes that long for all the phonetics and all of it to, to really click into place completely, to completely revert this person back to being able to understand how things were from the beginning. And there's a lot of really controversial sounding stuff in the box saga But when you frame it as very primitive people, because I, are you familiar with the, the term tabula rasa? No, not at all. So that's more of an Eastern term, but to me it's, it's very similar to a lot of things in occultism and Western world and stuff like that. Tabula rasa is like blank slate. And it's the idea that like we kind of are all this human blank slate in the physical sense until this exterior world imprints on us, but of course consciousness does kind of get in the way of that, right? Because if consciousness is the root of all being, then there really is no external world other than the one one that's coming into existence at the same time as consciousness, right? So it kind of folds in on itself and basically this language, kind of this whole way of thinking has to like fold into your consciousness, I guess it's really, really complicated stuff, you, man, you but know, like that's making me diving think of, into it more and more. <laughs>
0: that's making me think of this, this, the thing I was telling you earlier with, uh, going back to that, actually the face to face with God. Uh, when I was saying that, I think, like I said, I think that kind of goes with chokma on the tree, just right before mm-hmm. you hit be And in my opinion, that's when like everything really starts going into form. But it's uh, like I said. It was. I think it's called face to face with God. And like sometimes it could be uh, like you know they say a way of drawing would be an ocean and then the reflection of like a face. Uh, you see half a face coming out behind the ocean and then the reflection of it on the water. That also, in my opinion, is I think I could be wrong. Is trying to explain. That's when I think consciousness came to be because now you know of existence. To begin with. God has now come yeah. to face with itself and now knows yes. it exists. So is that when really consciousness comes in?
1: Self- did God know right? even
0: know it was a God until it knew it was. You know what right. I'm saying? I,
1: I love what you're saying, man, because it hits on all the like the really deep cryptic parts of a lot of my psychedelic journeys. Because I f- I experienced like a lot of that reality and I know i and then I went nuts and went to my bookstore and spent just months and months just you know listening to all the dead people talk about this stuff because <laughs> none of my friends got into it you know what I mean and that's always been reflected in there this not directly said, but the way I say it and the way I kind of saw it reflected in all these really old, when you get down to the nitty gritty and you get rid of all the flowery salesmanship of a lot of this modern retelling of ancient
0: mysticism and stuff.
1: When you get down to the bare bones, that's one of the horrible
0: parts about it too.
1: Right. And you get down to that bare bones. It's again, it's more human than anything else. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's like It's spirituality, but it's more human. And it's almost this idea that it's this lonely God that it's a child. Basically it's, it's just as carefree as a child with no consequences in the grand scheme of things. And when there's no consequences, memory doesn't stay around that long. I would assume, right? Because (laughs) you don't have to keep track of anything. And eventually that God would just drift off into more universes to create or whatever. But it's this dreaming, constant dreaming. Like you're, are you familiar with Alan Watts?
0: Somebody just fucking told me about him today. He's been around. Well, well he's dead now. Oh no, no. It was yesterday or today. It was a, and you know what the wild thing? It was a fan. I wish I could remember who it was. Cause I would give him a shout out now, but it was recently yeah, a fan had asked me if, and I think sent me a link to something and I just did not check it out. Then, but Definitely they, they check, check I out remember Alan Watts and they
1: said that, yeah. that it was good. Yeah, man. Alan Watts had this suggestion that, you know, if consciousness is all there really is, you know, just, you have to, well, I'll, I'll throw this, my two cents into it, because I see what Alan's saying as like the Russian doll of reality kind of where, you know, what's the religious text that says, you know, God made us in his image, right? Yeah. Well, if we're all God, then you can kind of just have that cycle around, back and forth, right? We made God, God made us. It's, it's all the same beautiful yeah. thing. But um
0: well, I think that uh, even goes back to that that experience with face to face to God. I think that's kind of exactly. explaining that again. You
1: know? Right? Exactly. You know, it's, it's just it's kind of like you
0: had to see yourself, I guess, to make yourself. Right? I mean, you know, I mean, it's fucking yeah, mind- it's so mind Exactly. Trying to figure that out. <laughs> it's
1: like if if you're God and you're a ch- oh yeah, so back to Alan's thing. It's like you're having dreams and you're having dreams probably for billions and billions of eons or whatever. It doesn't even matter. Right. Cause time is irrelevant to, to someone that's just dreaming and we can dream and time doesn't exist in our dreams. We, we can dream for hundreds of years and then wake up after a two hour nap, you know, it's, it's wild shit. And so just as, as below, so above this, all collective, this all father, right? This all God, whatever you want to call it, is just dreaming, dreaming, knowing it's dreaming. And eventually that gnosis probably gets really boring. So Alan Watts says, what if maybe you eventually get to an idea where you want to have a dream where it's a surprise, where you don't know that you're dreaming? And so you come to the place where you are now. <laughs> oh, shit. You know? It's Holy beautiful, fuck. and it's too creepy and too real, man. <laughs>
0: yo, yo, you know what that made me think of? Maybe yeah, I just smoked too much. I don't know. Inception. <laughs> yeah, I'm like yo, because you remember? I think like the deeper they kept going, they had to worry about getting stuck there, thinking it's fucking real too uh, too real, right?
1: Exactly, dude. That's that why you can, had to use oh my god. He used
0: to use that fucking didn't he use the spinach Radle? I was just going to say, hey, adrenal, remember I had adrenal, said adrenal. That, that actually <laughs> reminds me of a three dimensional version of the Kabbalah. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah. And that makes perfect sense. And it's also, yeah, it's a, it's a, what do they call it? A tetra, yeah. whatever it's, it's that geometric shape. And is it, what is it? Um, what is it in Kabbalah that it's the Metatron's cube? that contains all geometric shapes oh, or something yeah, yeah, yeah. or all seven of the, I believe it is yeah, seven.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think in, in our logo in we have the, we have the cube in that actually. Nice. Yeah. yeah that's one of my favorite symbols. Yeah.
1: yeah. That stuff's beautiful. So, I mean, let me, Um. Oh yeah. You're not doing video. That's right. So yeah, people check out the box saga. Definitely look at the alphabet because what I'm looking at right here, it's literally our alphabet. Certain sounds are, are said differently, but the way that the alphabet is connected to the language that's connected to the stories that's connected to actually how these people lived. It's amazing. It's kind of similar to like, you know how when you see how the great pyramid of Egypt mathematically is a proportional scaled model of the earth itself. Have you seen that? No, no. It's amazing the math behind it, where they set it up, the the direction it is, all the proportions somehow makes it a model of not only the Northern hemisphere, the two hemispheres, but also of the whole earth. It gives away all the supposed mathematics behind the globe and all of that. So regardless, if you believe flat earth or globe earth, whatever, the same people that you that people the flat earthers accuse of being behind the globe could clearly be behind pyramid structures and stuff like that too. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But
1: how I was going to relate it is the fact that those aspects of the pyramid, you know, it's it's this idea that they were constantly building things that represented the divine. They wanted to create the below from the above, you know, as a below, you know, so yeah. you know, all that. So this kind of seems familiar in the box saga where the language represents like nature this sound of god and where that comes from is like our first sounds i guess this alphabet and then it passes into what what it means to the people the story and then it spreads to how they arrange their civilization too in these ring fashions they talk about how it all all things go back to two symbols just pole and ring and that's it and It's kind of, that's where it gets a little weird because it goes into, I'm
0: looking up a tarot card over there. No, actually a Hebrew letter. Oh yeah, please do. Yeah. this is
1: Because we'll probably find those. I mean, all we ever find are poles and rings. Sometimes we find half rings, every symbol, every letter we ever make is always poles and rings. And that's kind of what they talk about. And that's literally, that's us physically breaking down the language instead of verbally breaking it down. You know, it's the same process. They sit around, they talk about, you see these Finnish guys sitting around naked in a field talking about the letter W. They're like, what is that? That's not even <laughs> a letter. That's not That's not a true sound. That's not a clear sound. It's It's pretty amazing stuff, man. I'm gonna, and it, it's I'm gonna, tearing apart a lot of shit.
0: <laughs> there was a couple of things that, that made this pop into my head. I'm, I'm sure yeah, you'll man. probably pick it out. Now this is uh, Peh, which is the <laughs> First off, it's, uh, this is actually a pretty wild, in my opinion, letter. Um, mm-hmm. Peh is the... Uh, it's on the sixteen. Well, it's on the 17th tarot card. That letter is on that one. It will say 16 on some of them because they started zero. But it is okay. the 17th tarot card. That This Hebrew letter is on that. And... It is also the path that goes between Venus and Mercury before you cross over to Tiferet, which would be like uh, the magician coming in contact with its holy guardian angel. And that is also, this is going to sound weird to me, the 27th path. Now, I have often wondered, does that have anything to do with these people dying at 27?
1: Hmm.
0: Silly as that sounds, because that would be the path of you coming into knowing your higher self. And then from upward and on, you'd just be going back to the abyss if you continued to go further. Right. So I'm wondering, like, <laughs> you know, besides all that, that's like a whole other, like, just conspiracy thing I've, I've come up with, and who knows. <laughs> but uh, now I'm going to read off. Peh is uh, path number 27. It joins Netzach and Hode, which I just said are Mercury and uh, Venus. Peh mm-hmm. is exactly like calf, only it sports a, detain- a distinctive tongue that dangles from the roof of its mouth. Now, it looks like a C, kind of, and then looks like, like I said, like teeth or a tongue. Now, it says, Pe is the fourth final letter. When used at the end of a word, it looks like a vowel with a tongue. The numerical value of Pe final is 800. I'm going to go on a little bit more, but now this is just an example of how it's telling you that it's more than one sound. Mm -hmm. And now it's going to get into this, which I think is just kind of something that you were touching on a little bit before. Uh... It is no coincidence that the first and most important gift the mythological gods gave to humans was the gift of speech. Mm. Speech is one of the primary characteristics that separate humans from other living creatures. Once we started talking, our thought patterns were drastically overhauled. This had a profound effect upon our ancestors' self-image and view of reality, not to mention the way our brains would evolve from this point onward. And I'm just thinking like how you were saying oh, about man, You know, awesome. I don't know. That kind of like, I don't know. It made me think of that. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I'm man. A little it little makes off, me think that. But I think, it makes
1: me think that the only way to pers- like that might have been speech might have been.
0: Like a weapon. Biggest, <laughs> well,
1: well, also, <laughs> that's awesome. This shit. I didn't even <laughs> go there. I was actually going. What if speech was actually the, you know, the thing that
0: I thought it was like an expression the, of us. I don't. know. It's hard to explain.
1: What if it was the 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 first thing that made the individual realize that they the other people weren't part of his, oh. his environment, his background. That's true. What if what if he realized. You know, you know, he—I don't know. Maybe I'm just spitballing there,
0: but it kind of does feel that way. I've often thought that, like uh, when when my cat meows, when my cat meows, is it for something close to that? Or I've even wondered, like, is this motherfucker just doing that so it's telling itself, like, "Hey, I exist." Like, they only they only <laughs> me out of people. Yeah, that's exact. Yeah, only yeah, exactly. talk to us. So I'm like, yo, I was like, is that all this all is about coming out of our mouths? Is like, hey, I exist, and I want this sound coming out of my mouth to make you fucking do something or feel a well, certain yeah. way. Yeah, is that all I mean, this how really
1: amazing? Is, is that, is that all this really fucking is? <laughs> it feels like it because especially you know we talked. I can't even remember if we were recording or not, right? But it all blends together, right? But <laughs> we were talking about vibrations and how we're all just it's all, all physicality is kind of frequency and sound and vibration or something like that. Right. Slowed down. And yeah, maybe it is all, all just that, like constantly just uh, the sound, like how much of it is. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> it almost feels like that might be right there. Proof of this existential other, right? Because maybe because, what the hell is that? We're making small noises out of our mouths. We're just resonating sound. We think it's filled with all these individual meanings and all this drama, but we're not saying any of that stuff. It's all in our heads, right? I mean, on some level, how do we understand each other? How did we ever understand each other? That's the wild part. And that the saga doesn't really say how how you understand each other. No, none of these religions ever tell you how it happened. It's just magic, I guess, you know, weird.
0: <laughs> you, you ever, you ever hear of Steve Vai?
1: Yeah, the guitarist. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: He has an oh. album uh called passion. No, not passion. Well, yeah, passion and warfare besides that one. That's like his best one. Uh, sex, and Rel- <laughs> he had sex and religion. Uh And there's like a, one and one. And there were, it's, I mean, I, my opinion, this man knows he's, he's has experienced occult, you know, stuff uh, yeah. in some way or another. It could be just through his own meditations, but he understands occultism. And Most uh,
1: successful artists probably yeah. have and, not to say dark or yeah. light, but
0: yeah. And, uh, he has in a song and as, as shitty as this sounds, I've often wondered, is it all true? Uh, there is like this part of a song where it sounds like like before you're being birthed, you're having a conversation with God. And God is telling you that uh, at one point it says everything that you're going to experience from now on, from a kiss to a senseless murder, is all just an expression of your uncomfortability from being away from me. And it's, you know, and everything that you do is just an, it's like an expression of you knowing you shouldn't like, or you just not belonging here.
1: So God's like, Rubbing our face in the dirt. Well,
0: I, well, I took it as maybe us you were how telling good we
1: have. Sounds I, like a
0: narcissist. Do you see how good yeah. you have it. Oh, well, I, I, almost, I kind of you almost took shit. it as as the higher, <laughs> as the higher self telling like your lower self like, listen, this is what you're about to get involved in right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I take it as like a punishing God. But like, <laughs> that's how I got it.
1: <laughs> no, I totally get it. I see what it's you're fucking, saying. But that's because, fucking wild though. Well, it's like, and Buddhism then that it comes for me
0: is like, is that why we talk? Because we just need to do something or say something because we're uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> that's fucking great. And then even that idea is expressed in some people who are called socially awkward. So we all know what that is. Meanwhile, that's because in general, we all are on this deep level you're talking about. That's pretty wild that we all just have to say it, we have to talk.
0: Have Maybe to socially awkward people are so social, so spiritually connected. They just don't want to fucking talk.
1: It hurts, <laughs> like tripping, like be, like the post, because like you're still tripping balls after you like get the message. You know what I mean? Like, I, not everybody gets the message. I'm not even. I'm not going saying like my message was special or my experience was unique. It really isn't. A lot of people have had the experience through psychedelics yeah. i had more than just psychedelics i had the experience the occult experience well, the see, religious experience the near-death experience somehow i had that not even on dmt necessarily yeah. mainly on mushrooms you know it's, um
0: see like you've said things that you've understood that i've said that were actually experiences that i had that i didn't think anybody would know unless boom. they did magic there was a few Absolutely, things we talked man. about. That you totally picked up on, and I, and I could tell what you picked up on. I we understand, like we, we It's that, that
1: language you were talking and about. Yes, we'll and that's that what same I was saying. Language like when we're here,
0: I don't have to be casting circles and fucking invoking horrors for this shit. No, you know, so just like you I'm, didn't. You know what I'm saying? I, so
1: I wanted to ask you about something because let me tell you, we can. Bef- I'll go into this, but psychedelics are just a suspect. Not because of MK Ultra necessarily, or maybe, but not because of the reasons we think MK Ultra is bad. It's part of it, but I'm trailing off here. Uh, I wanted to ask you if you've ever heard of someone named Neville Goddard in any of your
0: yes occult uh, books travels. I think books. Right? Okay,
1: so Neville is a really interesting guy. I like. I kind of put him sort of in the same category as like a um, Joseph Campbell in the sense where he's kind of like a Mr. Rogers of the occult. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> It's just this like really sweet old grandpa that knows all the crazy shit.
0: I'm trying to think of, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a couple of people out there that I have, a, I have a lot of books out. Uh, <laughs> damn, I can't think of her name right now, but yeah, I know exactly but what you're so getting at. Yeah.
1: Neville loved to talk about how the imagination was God and, You know, it's not really revolutionary today for us to say that, I think. I think we have a more complex but maybe a better understanding of that notion where uh, consciousness is God and the imagination is where we're free to kind of vibe with that pure source maybe, especially when we get really in touch with it, you know, and when we're children, you know, because I remember hallucinations Oh yeah. As a child? Yeah. yeah they know, just went away I've, after I've a while. I thought that
0: did before and I was like, you know, I mean, was I really hallucinating? Because I I do Dude. I know that too. I was like, you know, I were they wild imaginations or did I just really see it?
1: Dude, I remember even in my like highest moments when I get like way too high on like a really intense sativa. <laughs> I'll rem- I've remembered like Shit! Did I remember p- weird people showing up when no one was around? <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Like, oh no, no, man, was, I don't. I've, I've was, some, like, I was I
1: two? Was I like, seven?
0: <laughs> it just because it just makes you wonder. Like when you start realizing how maybe your reality isn't as it perceived. You know, as a kid, I think you're probably more open to the real thing, and I just question like how much of my imagination was fake then.
1: Right. Well, yeah. And how much was put in. Yeah. And and kind of because we're the creator. But, you know, in the beginning was the word. Right. And who's saying the words to you? You know, whoever already knows. So we're we're already stuck in an endless cycle where our parents are just teaching us and we're teaching our kids over and over and over again.
0: You know, you know, when you're born, the soft spot on your head makes the shape of a cross.
1: Whoa. Fucking crosses everywhere,
0: man. You know, I, mean, I mean, One day one day, I Googled that shit because I had thought of that. Because I had a show. I'm like, yo, I was like, I know I, for some reason, like I just feel that kids are just more still connected to like whatever it is out there more than we are, you know, because they haven't been fucked up and programmed.
1: Well, and I'm also, like, well, maybe
0: part of their brain is still like, you know, because I know they have a soft spot. So I like typed it in and I was like, yo, it's in the shape of a fucking cross. Too.
1: That's wild, man, because like, there's so many different like conspiracy like threads where you can follow where the cross came from.
0: It mm. could be that,
1: but it could be a million other things. It's yeah, why it could be that dude. and like yeah, yeah, it could be that, that and a
0: million other things why it's accepted. Is because it because matches so many Because as above yeah, so below. It matches so many fucking things exactly.
1: And like as above so below just to clarify from my point of view is not just two things such Oh a no, no, no. I think that's a very well, simple way, beyond way beyond of saying this Matryoshka, this Russian doll. I talk about this now a lot on the podcast. And and with anybody who will listen, the fractal nature of this place, man, the fractal nature of our reality. And it fits in with all that new science of, of talking about, um, you know, frequencies and energy and how every bit of our physical world is really just, you know, vibration and all that. It fits perfectly yeah. with all that. Yeah, I know? mean,
0: that's all I'll even say when you know, certain stuff in the Kabbalah. I will, I find will go like almost as far as like neither getting into electricity or like vibrational sound. And then as you know, that's the above, which is so fucking far out there really. And the below is like this chair, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just Mm. so far in between that. And I don't, I think a lot of people think like above is just like our concept of heaven. No, it's much actually farther than that.
1: Mm, It's a lot more than that. Yeah, yeah. Again, another thing I would love to be able to just take apart knowing this Bach root language better. So someday I'm going to have to come back on here. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. It'll be fun because uh, I'm already seeing like the word above going, hmm, I wonder what that would mean as a sentence or or a whole story or a whole meaning. To, to someone speaking root and this root language is still basically spoken it's the Swedish language how crazy is that wow. the the native language of Sweden to this day is a more complex version of this root language it's crazy and we and didn't aren't cover they always much neutral to what's
0: that the country's always neutral in wars too isn't it yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they never Makes have sense. fucking problems either. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, know, I'm almost positive some of the people that they consider to be, you know, like Rothschilds and fucking what the fuck Soros or whoever. I you know, mm. them I I'm, I my I could be fucking this up, but I'm almost positive that a lot of them do also have like property in Sweden. I have questioned that. I'm like, it's Swiss kind of funny accounts. It's kind of funny that uh, if that's true, that country really has never gotten involved like that as much as like we have, you know what I'm saying? And stuff. And is yeah, yeah I <laughs> and was that's, like, that's convenient, isn't too. it?
1: <laughs> and shit, you just made me think of something. Like in all the like the Who movies, the person that you're least suspecting is usually the killer. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows, they're at least hiding there, maybe. Yeah, but,
0: right, exactly. I mean,
1: to, to just go into a little bit more of that Box office yeah, thing about the beginning, what connects to Atlantis, that's a really cool aspect of it, that they talk about ice time and they call it Alt-Lan, what, what is it? It's A-T-L instead of, wait, no, it's A-L-T instead of A-T-L. So it's Alt, which means all and what is it after that lan is land and the rest of it tis or yeah or it might be just the ice part yeah it's it's ice so it means all land ice and this is when the axis tilted they don't really talk about how it happened but it's all of a sudden the ice covered every bit of the earth and killed everybody but this part of the north that was the north anyway the, this area of hell and Finland in Helsinki was filled with like molten lava and, and hot springs. So the ice never completely killed anybody there. It, it just sent them inward strictly to those mm-hmm. like inner places. And from there, they were the only ones on the earth, supposedly through the box saga saying it, that could progress. So after Atlantis, this ice time, when they slowly descended from the north, this hell, they slowly, you know, populated the earth. They could be considered these shiny ones, these ancient blue eyed, blonde haired, so in the beginning, all these people were brown skin. Everyone on the earth was brown skin in the story, except after when ice time happened, when they were forced to like basically go underground in the north. They their skin over millions of years turned pale, and their blues their eyes turned blue. Yo, this and makes so me the think. Story Hitler. goes, yep, and the Aryan race and all that. Going kind of to so Alaska? Uh, going? I mean, uh, dude, oh,
0: fuck Antarctica. they go to the,
1: the Antarctica. Yeah. yeah, so. it
0: holy fuck. that's
1: the weird part the nordic aliens and all that then you talk about the idea of flat earth or at least the idea of maybe the earth being a much bigger and there being more land out there we're not being told about so it all kind of flies in the face of a lot of the theories we have already well have you ever seen kind of- those
0: flat earth maps where it shows like levels of ice uh, outside of like uh you know where we where i guess where are we living now like that almost kind of goes into that a little bit too
1: Right, and that's a reflection of that theory about, like, the face of the moon being a reflection of the actual land masses on the planet. Oh, yeah, It's yeah. fucking crazy.
0: So I've wondered that. Some, that's some wild some, shit to wonder, but I don't know. I don't, yeah,
1: because it's like a geologist or a map maker literally, like, supposedly mapped out where we would be. The known world would be on that, and then all this other land would be there, too that we don't know about supposedly, but that's so far out there. It's like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. There's a lot of theories about the moon. I guess we can add it to the pile, right?
0: (laughs) I would definitely like to uh, go into some weird shit about the moon and Saturn eventually. I mean, I covered that occult-like wise on on my own show, but uh, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there with that stuff that I don't think people realize uh, probably how much it kind of almost has a cult. Uh, um, I guess it came from that, really. You know, kind of a, a cult beginnings, and mm. uh, I think people would be actually probably pretty surprised how my. I mean, I will even say uh, my opinion, not to talk bad about the guy, but I think like David Ike, he goes into a lot of Saturn and Moon Matrix shit. There's a lot of stuff that guy says that, in my opi- uh, that my opinion. I would have to question, is he not saying as much as he can? I mean, and and I don't mean to talk bad about the guy, because I think he has phenomenal stuff. But uh, I think either he's had the experience that I have, just not like in a secret society, maybe, you know, like you did. You, You weren't involved in magic. Or he did, and he's just not coming out and saying that much. Because a lot of the stuff he goes into is like serious, actual occult beliefs like actually like seer like some you know his moon matrix and saturn stuff is not uh silly or like you know sounds silly to some people that could be in a in a cult magic or you know secret societies they would probably agree with him you know what i'm saying right. so it's like you know how did he even like come like i i think sometimes that he was trying to tell but didn't say enough you know what i'm saying
1: that's yeah. I mean, so there's a couple things. So here it's like, that well, well why about. was
0: it? Or maybe he just never knew either, and he was just kind of had similar experiences, but maybe not as much. I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But
1: well, so David Ike's experience, his initial experience, he with thought it was like Jesus
0: too at one point. Right.
1: Yeah. But I think the I think that all happened at once. I think I think eventually he came out with the Jesus part of the story. Supposedly it was all this one initial event where he met the reptilian. And so right away, it's upsetting to me who knows like symbolism from Egypt and Sumer and Mesopotamia in general with like the reptilian heads and snakes in general and serpents being symbols for things. And that, symbolism fitting really well into the stories of these ancient gods. I know he's not necessarily talking about ancient aliens, but yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He's saying that they've always been here. So yeah, therefore that's where everybody gets this reptilian thing. They get it from Sumer's symbolism Yeah, and Sumer probably got it from older cultures, you know, whoever was building Gobekli Tepe and before that, whatever. But this symbolism I don't know. That bothers me right off the bat. I don't know if he had some wild transcendental experience that showed him something like that. Maybe because i'm not I'm doing a series this fall I'm going to try to do some round tables one of which is connecting alien encounters quote unquote alien mm-hmm. encounters to the same phenomenon that you and I are talking about that we've reached in different settings yeah because I think that and paranormal experiences are also very central to this because consciousness is central to it you know what I mean? So, what we all have in common, including David Icke's experiences, what he talks about is this archetypal world that we all seem to have access to under these higher states of consciousness, this perturbed conscious state. And for him, he saw reptilian. So, that's what bothers me about. I don't want to talk bad about Oh, him yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just as likely say that perhaps he could be led astray more easily than paid off or, or yeah part oh. of the cover-up or you know, see, any of that crap. Thing. Like, I, You I know saw what I recently, mean? recently
0: somebody had posted on Instagram some shit about him. Uh, I, I've never really seen anybody recently say anything really bad about him. Um, but they no, were like not, calling, no. saying that he was a shill. And it was like some meme. And I and I the only and I commented and I think it was like I was like at least he told people to get off his knees I said you have a lot of people getting on theirs now expecting a savior to help them but I mean I, know, I do think like maybe like I said he might have neither have been wrong neither was afraid to say too much or just wouldn't but uh you know I do think there was more that to his his stuff that I think he could add but for whatever reason that is yeah. I don't know but um, Maybe I, I don't he framed yeah. it as yeah. No, but, aliens. Yeah, but Maybe I he would, framed you, it that way. When it was, but, but what you were saying, it would make more sense, and I think probably easier to p- pers- push somebody's train of thought into a different direction than you want them to go,
1: or they do it all the time. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like I would think that would be a lot easier. I they mean, they did you, it
1: to a guy named, I think his name was Paul Benowitz, but I could be wrong. Back in the '60s, they he was living near area 51 or S five or S four or whatever those sites are out in the desert. And yeah, they're testing shit out there. They're doing all sorts of crazy stuff with technology out there for whatever, wherever it came from, however they figured it out, whatever. But when the government got wind of this engineer who was catching wind of it and seeing shit that he couldn't explain with his engineering mind and he was getting too loud about it, they didn't kill him. They, made him crazy they gave him all kinds of ridiculous insane alien stories and made him feel like he was at the center of a conspiracy theory like a oh, conspiracy yeah. you know what I mean and he ended up killing himself and it's one of many situations where these they whoever the fuck they are yeah. Or it is, you know, to me, it's like a mentality that slithers its way through humanity or something. I don't know, but
0: that's a real reptilian. Yeah.
1: Well, because it's like the Hydra in Marvel, right? You cut one head off and three grow back. That's symbolism <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah, that yeah. it's not it's not about who the politician or the war criminal or the the occultist is. It's it's this mentality that seems to eat itself. But it's a mentality, nonetheless, that just keeps on spiraling and controlling this this whole place for some reason. It seems very metaphysical to me. It seems very demiurge.
0: Yeah, yeah. You
1: know? Or in the in Islam, it's the Karim. It's this trickster that's actually just you, you know. And in that psychedelic sense, if we're God, you know, if we're if you can kind of peer into that ultimate. Conscious perspective, just for a minute, of having the ultimate view. Yeah, the doing part of you, instead of just the thinking, is that Demiurge, that Karim, that brings the world into existence. They always, they also always say the trickster is the creator. You know what I mean? Enki oh, wow. was the one who created us in Sumer.
0: Trickster. It uh, makes me think of the je- <laughs> no, I just that yeah, makes me think of the jesters and shit. You know what yeah that's Loki. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought of Loki right away when you said when you said that. Actually,
1: yeah, man, I'm that's watching that show now, dude. Holy shit! Oh, I, I, I never saw to, in, uh... Dude, I, I was talking to Dan Unaki, Dan from Rising from the Ashes, about it. He's all into it. Like, it's just all symbolism, man. It's crazy. Loki's dealing with an agency that controls time and the sacred timeline. Oh,
0: God. It's, it's wild. i might have and, to watch it and, just to look for a cult. Uh, dude, stuff. yeah,
1: you, oh my God, you'd have a fucking field day with that show, dude. And check this out. Anyone who breaks off the uh, the sacred timeline that has to be reprimanded or even bleaked out of existence, they're all called variants.
0: Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> and
1: that's it's a brand new wild. show.
0: Yo, do you ever see, so, one, yeah, you ever see WandaVision? Underway. Do you have Disney Plus? I
1: haven't. Yeah, I do. Well, a friend uh, has it and just yeah, shares it yeah, with
0: me. I, 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 yeah, I would never, I would fucking, I hate Disney. So I, I borrowed the, <laughs> uh, because like the WandaVision is based off of the Scarlet Witch or the Scarlet Horror, same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. You know, her and the, uh, fuck, I keep forgetting the fucking dude's name. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> this robot guy that she's with, I think is her husband. Vision, yes, Vision, yes. Wanda, Vision, Vision. Yeah, 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 that's right, yeah, okay, very good, yeah. Wanda, Vision. I didn't so get you, it either. Yeah. I didn't get it either for weeks. <laughs> but that show, like, yo, like in the first three episodes, in my opinion, it shows you what I think is a kind of like. Our creation. I mean, it goes into the whole thing of, like, the garden. In my opinion, it shows you the Garden of Eden. It shows you the dome. It shows you, uh, you know, truth getting kicked out of it. You know, if you start looking at, like, the colors or uh, the colors that the, or the dresses that she wears when she's having a conversation with somebody else, if you were to put them on the tree, it's like they'd be reenacting, like, that type of character. Uh, fucking it, when she's walking around, I think like at one point she has like a bowl of oranges and there's one fucking apple in there, and I think she hands she hands it to like uh, somebody there to take uh, take one of them, and she fucking grabs the apple, you know, instead of <laughs> you know, like, of course, yeah, yeah. And then I think yo, it's the I, same girl that she kicks out of like this matrix dome later on, and I'm like, yo, the fucking occult symbolism is insane, and it even matches up with like the Kabbalah and shit. Looking at color schemes and what they're wearing. It was oh, fucking yeah. blowing oh, my yeah, mind. I was like, yo, I this love, is insane.
1: Shout out to Human Vibration always uh sharing the purple, showing where every politician's always wearing purples during like certain like sensational speeches and shit like that. It, all, it all means like illusion and shit like that. Wild stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. That's it's a, all just whew.
0: you know. I <laughs> it's I think a deep we'll, well, man. We're actually over an hour. That went pretty quick. I thought Hell yeah, yeah dude. I'm gonna we put, could talk forever. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely going to have you on again, even if we just bullshit. I, I thought that was a pretty uh, deep conversation. I enjoyed that, actually. Hell yeah, dude. I'd love to have you <laughs> I'd on I'd like to talk more, but believe it or not, I actually, you know, like I've said before, like throughout my whole magical, I guess, career, even when I wasn't practicing and still studying, I always did still stay with, like, Kabbalah or psychological stuff. And that I really do find the most interesting part, really, from my whole experience of playing with that shit was really yeah. all the psychological insight, you know, and I, yeah, man, you can't too. do that, you know, and not putting anybody down, but you can't just have conversations like that with anybody. So, <laughs> like, not like necessarily, this was fun. No. <laughs> this, was a, this was a good time. Or, you know, yeah. what
1: I always thought you could have it with anybody, but, again, that tabula rasa idea, that blank slate, you'd have to break them back down to that level, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. because that's what we've experienced, you know. It's that breaking down. That's exactly why our our, you know, Great leaders all use tactics like that in the military and everything to completely get you back down to that baseline and recreate you. I mean, that's you know, honestly
0: what I think that's all about. Like part of it in the Kabbalah really is is you know mm-hmm. getting to Tiferet. I think you need to break down a lot of who you were yeah. and then build up your own. You know, and the same goes
1: for the psychedelic culture, and mm-hmm. you know the, that which bled into the Eastern mysticism. It's all about. Uh, well, at least what the West brought back with them was kill your ego. You know, it's the same thing, same concept where, you know, they're missing the point a little bit. I would say hug your ego, tell it to calm the fuck down <laughs> and realize it ain't in control of anything. You know, that's the, you know, the Russian doll again, because that's your Demiurge yes, <laughs> instead of the yourself. collective Demiurge. You're totally so right, yeah. <laughs> Like, guess what? I made you. Settle down. I didn't tell you to do anything.
0: <laughs> chill right? out for a while and take a nap or some shit. <laughs> that's right, true. And that's, huge, yeah, and that's huge in magic, too. They, they will tell you your ego will fuck everything up. You, can, you cannot go into practicing magic with an ego. or You end up like uh, Alice the Crowley. Yeah, man. <laughs> Everybody's narcissists in
1: that story. Uh, Fall in love with themselves. <laughs> yep. Yes.
0: Or other things you shouldn't be.
1: Um absolutely. Yeah, it's been real, man. This yeah, was awesome. Yeah, I
0: had a good time. Before we, we go, please plug yourself one more time too.
1: Sure, yeah. You can find me at the Deep Share, Deep Share Podcast on all the controlled opposition websites. Twitter, we Instagram. All love to share on, yes. Yeah, Twitter and Instagram. I have a Facebook, you can try to find me really whatever. Right. I don't follow Facebook really, so I might have people trying to talk to me on there that I have no idea about. But yeah, find me on the other places, and I'm on YouTube and all the podcast apps and everything. Oh no! Oh, you lot for having me on.
0: Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I forgot you're on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, you didn't mention that before. I forgot. That's right. Yes, sir. Awesome. Yeah. So please go check his stuff out. Uh, It's pretty good. Um, Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And we're definitely gonna. uh, I definitely gonna have you back on. So.
1: Cool man. Yeah, Yeah, I want you guys. I want to have you and Lux on sometime to. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll let him know. I'll
0: tell him. uh, I'll tell him tomorrow for sure.
1: Hell yeah, uh, man.
0: Everybody, you know, like I said, please go uh, check out his stuff. If you like this episode, please like, subscribe, share it, pass it on. Uh, Also, if you uh, don't know, I would assume most people do know, I do have the Occult Rejects also. Please go check that out on most major major podcasts. And uh, that's on uh, Bit Shoot, and Rumble. Uh, Yeah, and until the next one, everybody be well. Later.